people think that they're really unhealthy and they're really overweight. Maybe that's not the case. Maybe because you have been someone that's been bigger your whole life, your body's just automatically building more muscle mass. And that means that you don't fit in those parameter as much as normal. Are you ready to reinvent your organization and create a workplace of the future? Welcome to the Optimized Workplace. My name is Fran Dean Bishop, and I'm the founder and CEO of Aerobody. Join me each week as I welcome innovators, A-listers, and trailblazers who will share their individual experiences with creating an optimized workplace. This podcast will inspire you to find new and unique ways of helping your organization thrive while providing an exceptional experience for your employees and nourishing their well-being. Ready to get started? Learn more at theoptimizedworkplace.co. Welcome to The Optimized Workplace. I'm your host, Fran Dean Bishop, where our discussions with influencers, experts, and innovators are helping transform the well-being and sustainability of today's workplaces and spaces. Today, I have the pleasure of welcoming Cameron Haynes, the visionary behind the innovative mobile body scans business. In mobile body scans, they dive deep into how this technology is helping personal tra- the personal training industry, how personal trainers can leverage their scans to gain more clients and provide personalized training plans and significantly improve retention. Cameron is an entrepreneur driven by genuine commitment to delivering value to his customers. He possesses a fervent dedication to enhancing the customer experience within his business and fostering growth for his clients across major business sectors. So Cameron, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for the introduction too. (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you. So I don't get a chance to have on uh, a lot of fitness oriented or fitness directed types of of organizations. So this is super exciting because that's how I started, you know, my, my business 20 plus years ago. So tell us more about the mobile body scan business, because I can definitely see the correlation and the benefit. But for the benefit of our audience, how does it work? And what's the benefit? My background is fitness. That's where I originally started. And now I've since moving or relocating in Australia, I am solely trying to work on this mobile body scans perspective. And we're bringing a bit of a different spin. There's plenty of people out there in the world that do body scans or offer them. Um, but we're trying to facilitate the perspective of a machine going to individuals. So whether that's trainers, workplaces, nutritionists, any of that sort of stuff, where they can service their clients through our technology because they are quite expensive in that way. Um, but at the end of the day, the biggest thing for us is, again, facilitating and trying to help people understand more about their health and wellness, whether that's corporate, private, or even government sectors. That's fantastic. I remember... I'm going to date myself for a moment here, but I remember I I had a client probably over two decades ago. And I, when I first saw the first mobile body scan and it right at that point, it was just an experimental new device and it was huge. It sat in the lobby of this association where we did um, lots of fitness and wellness programs and health fairs and classes and all this kind of jazz. And I think it was the late nineties when I saw it and it was a device that had been sponsored or procured by the American Diabetes Association. So it was big, it was clunky, it was huge. You know, it took up like three seats. And then shortly after that, I saw um, uh, Virgin Atlantic, they started trying to get into the business. So I know that the technology has been around for a while and people may have seen it before. If they go to maybe their local pharmaceutical, they may see something like this, but can you kind of break down you know, your entree into this this industry and where you've seen it really come from and as it's developed. Yeah, 100%. So the machines that I utilize and I think are, are the, the best in some ways are what we call BIA, so bio impedance analysis machines. 
um, they are very different to a DEXA scan, which seems to be the, the sort of gold standard across the world in some ways because of it's the longest standing, I guess, in that way. But the idea of these BIA machines is they use frequency to then detect or what tissues and things are inside of our body. So you are correct in saying, and I think through my research of America, there is a few, and they seem to be more in supplement stores and that sort of stuff. Um, so again, it's very different in that way, but at the end of the day, it's about getting a solid piece of information that it can help, um, project or help people make better decisions towards their health, wellness, and overall and longevity. Yeah. What applications have you seen them in? Because I know I've seen them like in occupational health centers, sometimes in medical clinics, but are you finding in the corporate wellness arena, like you have a, a company, you know, it's a global company, maybe they have. 20,000, 30,000 employees. What's the application that you see most often? It's mostly in gyms. And that's my experience here in Australia. So fitness sector in some ways. And it's very much, and I think that's because of the the way these machines and body composition in inverted commas has been portrayed. It's about how much fat you have or how much muscle you have. Um, and I'm not about that personally. For me, it's about the overall numbers. The machines that we utilize, the Embody 570s, have 40 parameters, um, which is you know from circumferences to all these different things. So with a person who can do a good interpretation, um, there is well and truly information for everybody. So again, as part of mobile body scans and when we rebranded um, recently, our slogan is information for everybody. The idea of that is that a ballet person could get information from it. Um, a corporate person could get information from it. Yes, of course, doctors, health centers and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm hoping to try and help facilitate that because, again, at a 30,000-ish Australian dollar investment, these machines are very expensive. Um, and if I was to have my own studio again, I wouldn't purchase one if I knew of someone doing my model because at the end of the day, I don't need it 30 days, like every day of the month. If I have 100 clients or 200 clients or even a big corporate workspace, you can get people scanned in seven days, for example, and then you really don't need to revisit those scans for anywhere up to, say, three months, six months in that standpoint. It's not something that you have to have accessible every second of the day, um, which is why someone would purchase it, I guess. Yeah, I think it's outstanding when you think about, as you were saying before, some of the benefits uh, of the body scan because there's so many things that could show up in preventative, right, disease, preventative medicine in terms of care of the body, in terms of self-care that people don't realize. And I'm always blown away, and I don't know if you would agree with this or not, but the amount of um, supplements, um, the the, uh, the amount of um, nutraceuticals, the skin topicals, the different things like that that people put in and for their body uh, and not realize that, you know what, the largest organ is your skin. So no matter what you're you're putting in, if you're not really taking care of that and finding ways to find out what's showing up for that, um, you know, in your body or on your body, then, you know, I think something like this is a game changer in terms of self-care and really managing your health better. Would you agree? A hundred percent agree. And again, the, the standpoint, the thing I usually share in this situation is that um, the machines are able to give you a, a metric or an understanding of it. So I'm a reasonably fit individual. I'm not in my peak fitness, but um, I would be classified as morbidly obese if we looked at the BMI scale and I'm about 100 kilos and six foot one sort of thing um, because my muscle mass is 150% of what would be expected for someone in my height, age and weight. So the other side of this is it's not comparing it to these data 
these things that don't actually matter. Like BMI is just this nothing scale. So again, when you talk about people importing things into their body, we're also our psychology is of this perspective of archaic standpoints, right? So um, for me, it's big to be able to stand there with someone and say, they think they need to lose 40 kilos to BMI, but then we put them on the scanner. They've got a really high muscle mass. They've got, yes, fat mass, um, but their water level might be a bit low. All of a sudden, it's like you've only got 15 kilos or 30 pounds to lose. And that's a big difference in terms of that perspective because, again, people think that they're really unhealthy and they're really overweight. Maybe that's not the case. Maybe because you have been someone that's been bigger your whole life, your body's just automatically been building more muscle mass and that means that you don't fit in those scale that you know that parameter as much as normal yeah no i totally agree with you i remember as i started my career and started aero bodies i did a lot of pt work back in the day right and i always yeah. had these women who were menopausal or you know just going into menopause um in their early 40s and when you talk about being menopausal, you know, that, that set weight versus what's going on with your, your metabolism and the inability for the body to burn fat and all you can think of and all they could do is look at the scale and the number on the scale. Yep. And there were no other measures at that time in terms of what else will help me feel really good about myself and feel healthier. And it was interesting because a lot of the women didn't necessarily want to be you know, skinny minis and lose a, a ton of weight, but that number was just blaring back at them. And that's all they had to measure their health and their well-being. And it's really sad, right? Yeah. So from my wording that I've adopted is that the scales show you your relativity to gravity. That's it. Right. Because at the end of the day, they, that's all it does. Um, where a body scan of this sort of caliber or any composition scan, realistically, even if you chose to go to a DEXA scan or whatever, um, they can give you some information about what you are. So again, you can be looking at things and, you know, the, the, the menopausal side of the female world, um, it is definitely a hard area because realistically, at that point, your body is not optimal, right? It's not trying to, to have itself in that way and, and you've got to manage it. And that's part of the process and helping people understand that, they're what's functional you know so it everyone's got probably a bit too much fat mass in this day and age we all have way too much accessibility to lovely foods um and we probably are a little bit more sedentary than we ever have been in some ways so being able to have a metric and an ability to understand why and what's going on can really then help people make better decisions but also then maybe be happier people in general um with where they're at in life and not be so stressed or all those different things, which can then actually create more issues with things going up. Yeah. So let's shift a little bit. Um, you know, now that we've kind of gotten into this conversation on body scans and recognizing, you know, it's a, it's a great discipline around preventative health and really measuring your overall well-being in a, in a, in a actually much more efficient and, and a congruent way. What do you see you know, largely in terms of adoption on new technologies or technologies such as the the mobile body scan in terms of how people are starting to be much more attuned with how to take care of themselves. Coming out of the pandemic, obviously safety and health yeah. is much more, uh, uh, you know, top of mind for most individuals. But where do you see the, the industry growing and the adoption rate for consumers in using technologies such as this? I truly hope it's going to increase exponentially and quite quickly, um, not because I'm a business owner in this area, 
more because I think we need to be more informed about these things. When we look at the pandemic and what kind of goes on with all of that standpoint, to have an information source that allows us to look at different, just create a better catalogue. You know, there's a lot of people out there that hopefully are getting blood tests done. There's a lot of people out there that might have screenings done for certain things. But again, obesity and heart disease and all these things that are probably just as big a issues in our world today as they ever have been in the other areas that's where composition can come into it and it's not about shaming people who are overweight and telling people who are fit that they're great it's about that gap of just being who are you um, and that's what i always tried to do when i had my own personal training studio here in australia i tried to have is that each of you are individual people you each need your own perspective your own standpoint in comparison to trying to match something else. It, it, you just can't do that. Like I've scanned twins that are identical twins and they are completely different body composition because of lifestyle factors. It's nothing to do with genetics. That's amazing. And I, th- I hope you're right. I really do. I think that, you know, sometimes it takes, you know, just a saturation of the market for people to really get adoption. But there, I think there's an educational piece to it. I definitely see it as a driver, however, because when you start to look at, you know, even the return to work, remote worker, people coming back into offices and just being so much more self-aware as to what's going on around them, their surroundings, how they're interacting with public, how they're interacting with the environment, how they're interacting with themselves and what's showing up in their body. I think people are much more aware of how the causality of health and, you know, those determinants around staying healthy. And so I certainly hope the trajectory changes. So as we're sitting on cusp of, you know, 2024, right? We're, we're ending 2023 and rounding the corner. I know you've been at your, your business for quite a while in the market. You know, what are you looking forward to most in your industry and in the health and well-being industry overall? What, what are you looking forward to and what, what are your hopes? My hope is to try and like, especially with the business is to try and help facilitate these machines to go to more locations where people may be not able to facilitate the costing or even get them into markets like corporate where that's the main, like one of the areas I'm trying to work into because I think corporate wellness is becoming more and more important where, you know, as a business owner that had staff members um, in that period of time of COVID and that sort of stuff, it's something to look at and see how that optimization comes through. The other side of it is I'm hopeful that through the bright, the wider use of these machines that um, the overuse and underutilization or under information source comes through. Like they're not something that realistically people should just jump on for fun in my perspective. Um, You can, but realistically you want to try and be using these as an information source to either track good changes or look at where you're at in comparison to the perspective of just being thrown at people, which I'm sadly seeing in this industry. And I guess that's part of the process that I would like to help change is that because they are such a high capital investment, Um, people are just factory farming people through them to make their money back, where hopefully through my business model, we can try and reduce that a little bit because they don't have to buy them. So that brings up a great point. So, you know, uh, the optimized workplace audience is very varied. It's, it ranges from corporate to small business, from, you know, CEO to HR managers to operational managers. So if an individual was interested in the machine. We'll make sure your information is in the show notes, but what's the best way for them to get a hold of you? Probably through our website. And unfortunately, we are only local in Australia and we're hoping long-term to maybe look at being out of franchise or there is an ability to have myself, if people wanted to, as a consultant in that standpoint. Of course, we can do it through Zoom and stuff these days, right? Um, But the basics of it is to be able to reach out that way and and then be able to find a local machine, um, which everyone can do 
in terms of the machines we use through InBody websites. Um, so they can research InBody and then they'll be able to find a local machine, which I know there's some in DC for you. Absolutely. And then if they're not in a company or affiliated with an organization that may have a machine, do you have any recommendations for someone who is just interested in having a, a body scan conducted? Where can they find the equipment and a practitioner that could help them? 100%. So again, the best place to start in terms of the ones we use is the InBody website. So going on and doing that. Um, even just doing some research, uh, it depends on where you are. So in America, from my own personal research, it seems like the machines like I'm using are utilized a lot in the nutrition space. So they're like supplement stores and that sort of thing. Um, in comparison to the medical perspective, where more like DEXA and that sort of stuff is used. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, hopefully in-body machines are a more entry level. So like cost perspective to the client, we're talking under $50 in that sort of standpoint um, in comparison to a DEXA scan or medical perspectives, which you could be talking thousands. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, I've really enjoyed this discussion. I think it's amazing to see where the technology is moving with regards to self-care, um, biomedical you know, devices and, and different ways to really be able to perform biometrics. I remember we used to do biometric screening with a pen and paper and a calculator in the 90s. Sure and now to see how things have, you know, really jumped leap and he- leaps and hurdles ahead, you know, two decades further is really exciting. And I really think at, at the end of the day, it really helps the individual consumer to be really better aware of what's going on with their health. So Cameron, it's been fantastic to have you on. And again, can you remind everyone of your website if they want to get a hold of you? Mobilebodyscans.com.au is direct to us. So one of the things before I let you go, I'm asking my guests as you approach the new year, what is your way of ensuring that you're taking the best care of yourself? What is the way that you embody well-being? For me, I, it's it's self-reflection. So from, I look at like my metrics, I use Whoop. Um, so I've got a few different perspectives in there and I try and track and look at what's going on. Um, and then from there, making sure I'm always trying to have some sort of lens of my longevity in that step. I love that. So reflection and really focusing on longevity. And that's a great note to end on because it really isn't about the short sprints, right? It's about the long haul and how do we really take care of ourselves for a lifetime, not for a short sprint. So I love that. Not a one-hand wonder. Um, it's just fantastic. So Cameron, thank you so much for being with us today on the Optimized Workplace. Thank you for the conversation. It's always nice to be able to communicate with people and even crazy that we can do it across the world. I love it. All the way from Australia. And again, my name is Fran Dean Bishop. I'm your host of the Optimized Workplace. And remember, it's many and that small monumental moments in your life that make the biggest change. Take good care of yourself. Stay well and stay healthy. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of The Optimized Workplace. For more insights and resources, visit theoptimizedworkplace.co. If you enjoyed this episode, please help spread the word and share with those who will enjoy it as well. See you soon.